Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, I'll tell you, Don, it was a pretty good week um, this past week here. Uh, they caught a lot of fish on the islands out there, man. It was been, man, it was, it was incredible. Um, you know, we've seen some really, really good boxes of trout coming in. Um, you know, dude, I think this river's going down pretty fast now, so uh, it, conditions should, just should get better. Um, I think the Black Bay area is going to start cranking up in a little bit here, especially if we get some some kind of little outside wind to push some good water up into that wooded Stone Island area. I think that's going to that's going to kick back off here real soon too. Um, but because I had a boat go over there and they caught some fish, but it wasn't you know just. They caught like 25, but they didn't get, you know, it was nice fish, but not that, you know, not that run we're looking for just yet. Um, I think we're going to have a phenomenal fall. Uh, you know, with fall coming, it's, it, you know, I know it's still August, but, you know, you can see the pattern starting to change. Um, they caught a bunch of fish um, up in around Dead Man's Island. The Long Rocks has been okay. It's just, it's not, you know, a lot of pick-throughs along the Long Rocks. Um, Comfort Island's been okay. Uh, up in Christmas Camp Lake's been been really good. We've got a lot of whites mixed in it. A lot of people don't like to fish whites. I mentioned this last week, but I have no problem with it. <laughs> they catch them there. So, but uh, like I said, if you're gonna fish the oyster reefs over in Christmas Camp Lake, you're gonna catch some white trout up in them because that's you know they're there. Um, as far as redfish goes, uh, we had a lot of redfish caught up in a Biloxi Marsh. Um, but yesterday uh, and uh, as of Thursday, we didn't have this. A uh, big algae bloom cranked back up in Lake Bourne. Um, we're hoping that it doesn't get up into that uh, nine-mile area again, you know, going up into that marsh. Uh, I mean, a big, giant algae bloom. It's 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 acres and acres and acres across Lake Bourne. Um, and, you know, it's Nickelodeon green again. And it's, it's due to this heat, Don. You know, you still got a lot of fresh water up in that area from the spillway. Everybody thinks just because it's closed, it's automatically cleans up. That's not That's not exactly the case. Uh, it's it's you know it's it's still a mess in that lake. So, um, with that said, uh, coming down this morning, make a left at that bridge. Come on, see us. We got live shrimp. We're waiting on you. Get you fishing and get you out there. And, um, one thing though, Don, they're all doing. They're fishing a little bit deeper than they're doing in their typical uh, you know spring summertime pattern. Um, the guys that's fishing these wells, they're fishing. Uh, you know, four and a half to five feet deep. I know it's kind of hard to cast that, but most of the guys are using the slide, the uh, slide caulk system, and it's been producing fish and it's been working. It's been very effective. Um, you know, and and there's your report. That's what we got for you, buddy. Uh, I'm I'm okay this weekend so far. Yeah, I think we're going to be all right today. We still got shrimp left in the boat from yesterday. Um, you know, we had our boat still. You know, kept some in the overnight over in the boat. They won't live in the bay in the tanks that's in down in the bay yet. Uh, Donnie, just water's too fresh. You put them in there, and you know you're bringing them from water that's probably seven, eight parts per thousand, and you're bringing them into water that's point nine parts per thousand, and it's too much of a shock and it kills them. So we're <clears throat> what we're having to do is haul the water from where we are, bring them, put them in the tanks. Um, 
you know, and, it's, and it seems to be working. We are adding some bag salt along with that to, you know, to, to keep that salinity up. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think we're going to be okay today. But still, if you're coming down this way, and you know, you, you know, we got a, we got a real busy weekend. We got a lot of people out already this morning. Um, you know, things could happen. We run out. If you if you feel like you want to stop up on Parish Road, grab some. You know, if you're coming in on five ten, make that stop. I mean, you're not hurting my feelings. I just want you to have. I just want everybody to have bait. I don't want nobody to go out there and not have them. You know what I mean, Don? So, yeah, I mean, you know, look, got two two spots on Parish Road coming in that you could stop and grab bait. You know, if you come running a little bit late, you could call us. I mean, you know, we'll give you our phone number. You could call us and, and see if we still got them. But I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be okay today. But, um, you know, like I said, you know, if you want that insurance, you stop and you get them <laughs> if you're running a little bit late. But I'll get, and if you want, I'll give you the phone number. All right. it's uh, You can call us at area code 504-239-6377. So, like I said, you know, it's just it's just an insurance policy. And look, plastic's been working. Uh, you know, the, and look, I'm a lot big guy now, but the the creel um, the creel shrimp matrix shad been working really well this week. Um, man, that's that that's a great bait. Well, I'll tell you, they got some really good plastics out now. Um, and you know, and, I, and you look, like said I'm a lot big guy, but I tell you that 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 shrimp creel, man, that that thing has been just unbelievable. That's been a awesome bait for this uh this last week i know some guys used it you know to get them started with shrimp and then they switch over to plastics and it's been you know been dynamite but we really had a great week of fishing from brett Island, the gosha Island, the chandeliers um uh, freemason it was just a just a lot of bait out there don a lot of little mullets out there shiners it's just been a just been an awesome week i'm here every day don <laughs> i'm here every day <laughs> yeah no yeah well that yeah well that that's not that's not here yet you know what i mean that's not here yet but you know uh yeah but i'm here every day buddy so yeah i'll see you wednesday i'm 99.9 percent sure i will see you wednesday <laughs> all righty and it's time to talk to captain tofield bourgeois you know sharice some people say they have a hard time understanding tofield i got no problem with it. you understand him pretty well don't you no but i you know the accent my husband has so <laughs> <laughs> i speak that language translate sometimes all right let's go to captain tofield tofield what's going on around lafitte and uh, neighboring areas there oh man we're doing it up we're doing it up man yeah i always wonder that you're talking about the accent you know for some reason i don't think i have one it's funny man we we go out of state to places Sometimes we don't need to talk, <laughs> and people look at us. I mean, are we dressed different? <laughs> and, you know, I don't get it. You know, what? what, what you I don't know. You look, you, you look and sound perfectly normal to me. <laughs> you look normal to me, but <laughs> like a rest of these coon asses Absolutely. down here, man. Yeah. But yeah, you see that one that that well, face paint uh... side and one eyebrow lift. You know, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Yeah, I guess we well, start with we the gave island, up our man. trip this week. Yeah, oh, we gave up the yeah. trip, and uh, somebody filled in for us. I'm glad they did. Huh? They did well. Oh too. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we did good, man. So uh, yeah, some of the pictures you've been seeing that's on that that's on that uh, closed group. So uh, if y'all listening, y'all y'all uh, clients, you can look at the the bourgeois charters VIP stringer <laughs> stringer group, man. So uh, that's the picture you've seen right now, Don. So I guess we start out at the islands, man. So I have been. Uh, Hopping around, you know, kind of moving island to island, uh, seeing what's going on. Uh, all islands right now seem to be fairly productive. 
There's a lot of the islands with the grass, which is about a third of the islands, have loaded with these little minnows about maybe a half inch or three quarters inch long, which is great. So there's plenty of food, tons of mullets, uh, lots of pokies out in the like in the, in the sound and the, the Breton and Chandler sound. So there's tons of bait. A lot of shrimpers actually work in Comfort Island, that whole area there. So it's the most shrimp boats I've seen in that area. So that's why I heard Robert talk about Comfort. They got their shrimp because the shrimp boats would not be there. So uh, that's that's a plus plus plus. Uh, I just sent you a video, Don, of uh, basically below Delico and stuff, showing all the uh, the algae. That green that green algae is back on it, heavy man. Barry it came. It was looking really bad before Barry came through. It did wash it out. It looked a lot better. I thought we we're gonna have a double thumbs up on good hope of having that stuff cleaned up. But boy, it come back strong. So uh, you can check it out. I sent it to you, Don. I'll post it today where people can see exactly what we talk about. It's basically a surface algae. It's lime green. It's not pretty. I know it can't be good for the fish, you know, so it's uh, it's just growing. It's growing really bad. Uh, between Comfort and Chico out there in that point, that whole area there, before Bowery hit, I had about a five-mile area of really just some bad-looking water setting up, like, for the red zone. Um, it disappeared. Now it's slowly coming back. So as the heat is here and as we're still dealing with the fresh water out there, you know, in the in the system, these are things we're going to have to deal with. Uh, I think uh, it, before it gets worse, it will get better because the temperatures, not today, will be falling. But, you know, in time, as it warms, this algae won't grow as fast. So another month, hopefully things will get better. Like I said, as far as the feed out there, everything's perfect by the islands. Uh, if you head out that way, I'd say definitely you're not, if you didn't register for the store, you want to do it, you know, because there's big fish there. Not a whole bunch, but they're still swimming around. So yesterday, you know, we've been fishing every day since we talked uh, last week. And, uh, you know, every day someone gets the opportunity for a big fish. So, uh, so far this year, uh, since the star has been open, we've released new leaders, you know, on that star board, meaning people didn't have, didn't, weren't signed up. So uh, just a little thought to think about when you head out anywhere, you know, opportunity is always there. But uh, let's, let's move into the estuary system right here at Barataria Bay. So uh, plenty, a lot, a lot of shrimp, you know, shrimp season still going on. Uh, guys who are running out to the to the beaches and stuff, and like Grand Lake and Little Lake, uh, catching a lot of trout, a lot of little trout, man. So it's just uh, you got to pick through the numbers. So if you catch a hundred fish, you know, for local people, hundred fish isn't that big of a deal. For people who are listening in the states, not being born right here in South Louisiana, hundred fish is like wow, you know, that's a lot. But uh, so catch a hundred, keep twenty. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of action. So it's just. Uh, that's what you got to do sometimes. You got to pick through them. And, and like I said, there are big fish there. You just got to be patient with them. The key thing is that when you are catching a lot of small fish, uh, beating them off the hook is not a good thing, you know, because they're small. <laughs> You're ripping their lips off where they can't feed and they'll probably die. It's not good. So be careful, man. Just uh, be gentle with them. That is your future. So if you're out there and you're catching small fish, either move on to the next group, look for some bigger ones, or just, you know, try, you know, the ones that caught outside the lip right on the edge, you, you can save them. When they're hooked in the gill, you know, they become crab bait. That's just, I guess, it's part of the part of Mother Nature's rule. You got everybody got to eat, you know. So we'll be feeding crabs and everything else. But redfish down has been good. Uh, probably, I'd say the majority of our fishermen, like Darren and Dave, and everybody really prefer throwing spoons and spinner blades for redfish. But seems like uh, you know, after nine o'clock, if you didn't get it by then, you got to go to some dead shrimp on the popping cart, you know, trying to make it happen. So it's just uh, there's a lot of fish, you know, across the board. And then we got some rain coming in the season right now. That actually looks good. So uh, next three days are showing for a lot of rain this weekend. But if you listen to us right now, you should be putting your boat in the water as we speak. If you're sitting home having your coffee, thinking about going fishing, the heat's going to get you, man. 
So you need to really get on get on out there. And uh, the tide's still a little low, Don. I wish I could give you a frogging report, but man, we had people here every night, so no days off to go play in the frogging world. But uh, have you frogged out lately? You been frogging at all, Don? No, I hadn't had a chance. I fished twice this week, but I didn't get a chance to go frogging. I really want to go. And we're trying to work on something. We've got a special uh, guest we want to bring uh, frogging. I can't name her right now, but uh, we're oh. trying to convince her to go and see if we can get that going. Oh, look, that I was watching right the video you sent me. As you... <laughs> Yeah, he's ready to go anytime, I know. Yeah, um, well, you know, I was looking at the... I was looking at the video as you were talking about that. Man, there is a lot of that green algae, and it's, it depletes the oxygen. So those places oh, yeah. you mentioned, I would tell people, stay away from that. There's not much future in fishing there until it clears up. And it shouldn't take long. We just need a, you know, some, some steady southeast winds, push some of that good water in and mix it around and you know, get, get it out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I can see uh, you and Cherie up on the bow of that boat. Reach, you got your belly on that deck and reach oh, out. I wasn't, talk, I wasn't talking frog. about Cherie. Cherie would grab, she'd grab a frog. That ain't no problem. But <laughs> I was talking about a, a celebrity we're working on. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll announce right. that when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. Keep well, in touch, till, man. Uh, we'll see you next week, buddy. Yeah, give us the yeah, uh, contact info. All right, guys. On NewIslandFishing.com, check that out. See these fishing reports. I'm going to post that video that me and Don talking about right now. You can look at that. On Tuesday, it's Tofield Tuesday at 630. is basically off the hip talking about whatever's going on at the time. See what's going on. Remember on uh, on Page uh, and Life on YouTube. You can check it out there. And uh, and you're living home with your mama, and she can give you a couple of dollars. Give Josie a call at the five zero four three four one five six one four, and uh, we'll catch you out next Saturday. Cause yeah, take it easy. That's right. right Break man. the piggy bank and get Aaron's the money ready down. To go, All right, Joe. We'll see. Ready to go. Yeah, right, we're ready. We're coming. We're coming. All right. There he is. Don't feel bourgeois. He fishes with a bait called the Padonka Donk. You know what that is, Shree? Padonka Donk. No, I only know that from the song. Uh, well, a padonkadonk kind of wiggles back and forth, you know. So that's what this bait does. And it's a topwater bait, and the fish hit it. See the things you learn on this show. I know. It makes the song make a whole lot more sense now, <laughs> <It> too. It does. <laughs> All right. We'll come back after this. Text messages. Get them into us. 870-870 here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You know, Sheree, uh, when we've been fishing offshore, it's been a while since you've been offshore. With the, with the sharks bad? Have you? You remember we used to get a lot of sharks? Oh, a lot of sharks. A lot of sharks, for sure. Well, they've been worse, and, and it's because they got these low limits on them. Recreational fishing boats now, you can only keep one of the, what they call sand shark per day per person, and the others, the large coastal sharks, you can. it's got to be a minimum of 54 inches, which is a pretty big shark, and the whole boat can only keep one per day. And i got to tell you, people pulling up the rigs, once they start catching fish, they end up pulling up heads because those sharks are down there tearing them up. Well, finally, the Wildlife and Fisheries has uh, immediately put into effect an increase in the harvest and taking of those big sharks for the 2019 fishing season. Uh, it was 45 per day for commercial fishermen. They're raising that 10 per day. So hopefully this is not too little too late, but hammerheads, the uh, nurse shark, the black tips, the bulls, the lemon, the sandbar, the silky spinner, tiger sharks, all of those for commercial fishermen will be increased and uh, hopefully they'll start to see some results on because uh, people got to pick up and move to a rig. Once those sharks move in, they don't go away, and you get them hooked up, and they tear up your tackle, and wear you out, and you got to release them. Not bad eating, though, by the way, if you want to get them. All right, we got some text messages to check on. We'll do that right after we pause these quick 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
All right, we get text messages from you, our audience, doing the show. We love to hear from you, what you're doing, who you are, what's going on. Cherie, who's texting us this morning? So we actually had a really nice report from Bradley and Rachel. They said the time is upon us, the Atchafalaya spillway is falling, and the fish are all gullible, <laughs> gullible. and chubby. <laughs> I love gullible fish. <laughs> we went to try our luck finding Sakalay and Bayou Sorrel last weekend. They did not disappoint. They got a couple of additional reports where people also had very good luck. They said their experience was no different. They had 25 nice slabs by lunch, and they were grinning through the sweat. We all know what that's about. Oh, yeah. So they're on their way back now to test their theory and believe it's only going to get better. They did uh, remind everybody the current is kicking, and so be careful when you're launching. They said they right. saw a couple comedy of errors out there. Uh, yeah, the boat wreck, the boat launch har- wreck harbor show, they call that. Uh, yeah, and I had a good trip with Frankie Dunwar on the Tickfall River. The guy is a master at, at fishing that river. Uh, we caught 29 slabs, and i got to tell you, this has been a really good year for whatever you want to call them, crappie, white perch, It's The fishing has been good for them. We also got some um, congratulations you'd mentioned this week's Bayou Wild. And so some feedback that was really an excellent show and encouraging you and Martha and Chris to keep up all the good work. Yeah, it's we're really proud of this week's show. And then coming up uh, next week's show, there's going to be a, a, a history, a documentary, 10 years of the Ride the Bull Tournament that Chris put together from video over the last 10 years. You don't want to miss that. And also that Generations of Fishing, a really good message in this week's show. It's going to be on WBRZ for those of you in Baton Rouge at 6.30 this morning. Cox Sports TV, we're going to have a special 8.30 p.m. airing tonight. And, of course, it's regular time on Sundays at prime time at 7 p.m. All right, we come back after this. I fished yesterday with Jeff Brule. We didn't fish long, but we did good. Got some nice bass and... Uh, and then we had a great meal in Slidell. We'll tell you about all of that. And Jeff's got his freshwater fishing report for you. Coming back right after this quick time out, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Yeah, sometimes uh, we work for the bass, and sometimes they work for us. Jeff Rule's fishing report is all about freshwater and bass fishing. Mostly, he does some saltwater fishing, too. It's brought to you by Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. And yesterday, Jeff and I had the pleasure of meeting with uh, local rep Gerald Gaspard of Pure Fishing. And uh, once a year, they make it their business to, to get with the media and the retailers and kind of go over all the new line. Good morning, Jeff. What was the uh, the one item that, that, that Berkeley, that Gerald had on display that really piqued your interest yesterday? Oh, there was a bunch. It, we basically looked at the new lines of lures coming out. They have one called a spin. It's a, It looks like a topwater lure. It's got props on it, but it actually sinks, and it's a t- technique that some of these guys doing in the bass tournaments. And it's not a very big plug, but they just work it real slow with those spinners. And it looks like a topwater bait, like a devil horse or something like that, and they just reel it real slow underneath the water, and it produces fish for them. That was something I hadn't seen before. That's something new, and I'm interested in getting a few of those. And he gave us a few new baits that are coming out, a lot of plastics uh, that are coming out, worms and things like that. And we we did um, okay with a, a bullet pop that, it's been out for a couple months now. I caught a couple of nice fish yesterday morning on it. So top water can be good early in the morning. So try that. It's always a good way to start. Yeah, and, you know, I was amazed at the, the lines that they've come out with now. You know, there's so many specialized lines with a number of wraps on them. You know, it's incredible how many choices you have now to make when you're picking out a fishing line. Yep, and the rods. The rods have nice grip handles, uh, almost like a golf club grip in parts of their handle they're more comfortable to fish with and they have everything from offshore stuff to 
catch crappie with a little small ultralight. So you can get about anything you want to pure fishing in Berkeley and Abu Garcia. Well, let's talk about some places to use this new equipment now. How about the Atchafalaya Basin? Uh, you know, the Mississippi River's dropping. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But how about the Atchafalaya? Is it also falling and get things getting improved? It's it's falling, too. Uh, it's just been tough. It's heat in August. You kind of expect a good bite early in the morning or late in the day. But the river's at 4.7 at Morgan City, and it looks like it may fall below four feet in about a week or so. So that that's good. But 13 pounds have been winning a lot of local events. Bell River's pretty much the hot spot because uh, you got deep water and current through that area, and frogs and plastics seem to be the top producer. So if the guys can go across to the basin on the west side at, at four, and a, four and a half feet and catch fish, they, they might get some bigger sacks and some tournaments. They have the uh, Ascension Area Angler uh, events today at Daron's, and if they go to the other side, the launch is low enough you might see some big sacks come in because really for about a year, nobody's touched that side. It's almost been unfished because the water's been so high down there. Jeff, you know, uh, turning our thoughts to white perch or crappie, sockle, whatever you want to call them, we just got a really good report from Bayou Saw from uh, Rachel and her husband. Uh, I had a good trip in the tick fall with Frankie Dunois, fishing in about 10 feet of water. They were fishing pretty deep, too. I guess that's the key right now. With this summer heat, you got to go deep. But people are continuing to catch these fish all the way into the summer now. If you put out treetops or you go find docks or shade, that are in deep waters and you know for us six to eight ten foot is pretty deep in louisiana but sometimes that, that shady area or a place where you got some good tops and ten foot of water you can uh find fish i just using a jig head with a crappie nibble on it and just dragging it under some docks and caught a few nice fish last week on the jifunca so it can be done you know, again you go early and try to get a good early morning bite before it gets too hot but as the sun comes up, they'll get under them docks and on the river, and you just got to pop around till you find a few active fish. And usually when you find one with crappie, they usually two or three more around, and you can catch catch a few under one dock. Uh, as far as the Mississippi River, we talked about the Atchafalaya falling. Mississippi's on the fall. It's about nine and a half. Got a ways to go, but I know you're looking forward to that. When when can you figure that the, that river will be at the right stage to get down there and pull some of those bass out of the canes? Mm-hmm. Well, I checked it about two or three times this week, the 28-day forecast, and every time I checked it, it would be lower each time. So I'm thinking maybe by mid-September, maybe even early September, it'll be about seven foot on the New Orleans gauge. And they're they're catching bass down there, but you really got to know where to go and the areas to, to to hit. But as far as the flipping cane, Venice-style fishing, I'm thinking probably the mid to the end of September is going to be about five foot, and then should be game on at that time. And we get a little cool front to cool the water temperature down. Um, it was last September when I left and the river got up, so there's another place for a year that bass have been unmolested. And uh, I can't wait to go down there and you get on them. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I know you can. Jeff, uh, upcoming tournaments for people are interested in getting into an organized tournament? Uh, they got one of the Lunkers and Liars on August 25th on East Pearl. It's the first tournament of the winter all uh, season so it's $50 a boat so if you fish so many of those they have a fish off sometimes next year and you'll get to compete for a little prize money when, when that's all said and done all right very good jeff thanks for the report and i uh, really enjoyed the trip with you yesterday didn't last long but boy it was hectic while we uh while we were in them it was a lot of fun 
Well, it was good. Did you ask Mike Gallo why he goes way over to the Bluffs and Marsh when the fish are schooling <laughs> right there in front of his camp? He's coming up after the top of the hour, and I'm going to put that question to him. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, all right. Thanks, Don. Have a good weekend, Jeff. We appreciate your reports, as always. All right, coming back after this, we got Daryl Carpenter, a place I'll be headed uh, next weekend for the Ride the Bull, catch those big bull reds in Kamenata Pass in kayaks. There's probably going to be, I'm guessing, somewhere 800-plus people, depending on the weather. That could uh, affect the turnout, but we'll find out about the speckled trout and other fishing going on in Grand Isle with Captain Daryl Carpenter. He's back with us right after this timeout. All right, and along with daughter Cherie this morning, uh, we're checking in with our field reporters, getting some information for you. Sure, we got some more text messages coming in? Yeah, actually, we had somebody who said that they switched over to owner barbless hooks um, when fishing bass in the march, and no difference on uh, with the reds and less stressful on the fish. Might be something to do with undersized trout, so when you find those fish that you're ready to throw back, mm-hmm. been le- less of an issue and stress on the fish. I looked them up, available at Cabela's. Yeah, and what he's doing is he's actually taking the hooks that come up from the factory on the Rapala bait, and he's replacing them with those owner barbless hooks. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, Sheree. In fact, most people don't know that the barb on a hook is not to help hold the fish on. The barb was originally put on a hook to hold the bait onto the hook when they use live bait. So you really don't lose much with a barbless hook. I've fished with, with both ways. Some states it's actually illegal to use a hook with a barb on it. Um, but that will work, and he's got a very good point. Thanks for that tip. All right, I think we got Captain Darrell Carpenter with us now down in Grand Isle. Darrell, what's going on on the island, my friend? Sounds like it's kind of breezy or bumpy wherever you are. Ah, uh, well, that's that's got a lot to do with Yamaha. Let me slow it down here for you just a little bit. <laughs> uh, the, the good news the, the good news of it all is it looks like our fish have come back and started ganging up on the beach again. Uh, all week long, it's been pretty good on the beach. I will tell you, we got run off the beach yesterday because it got really bumpy, uh, really windy, and it's predicted to be the same today. I mean, it's predicted to go to 15 out of the southwest, which is going to, and I think all week long, it's going to pretty much knock that beach out. But uh, but when you got to retreat back inside, uh, plenty, plenty of fish, plenty of action. Uh, you, sometimes you can catch 200 to keep 50 because they're they're a bunch of little small throwback fish, but uh, but it's enough to keep you. You don't get bored. Let's put it that way. Uh, a lot of movement. If I uh, if I had to put one negative out there, we're we're in between the, those seasons. You know, the brown shrimp have left, the white shrimp hadn't shown up, and, and the few shrimp that the marinas are catching, they're holding for their VIPs. So the the bait is a real bad situation down here right now. Um, if you're coming down here and you got a means, you know, any place you can find live shrimp, because let me tell you, those fish have, not, have wanted nothing else. Um, they don't want to touch a cockahoe. They, now, we did do we did do very well earlier this week on plastic, even on the beach. Um, but as far as any other type of bait, they're not touching a croaker. They're not touching a cockahoe. Uh, they're not touching anything but live shrimp unless you, you can find a good plastic bite. Got it. Darrell, a quick report on bull reds in Kamenata Pass. You probably haven't been fishing for them, but what are you hearing? Because Ride the Bull is coming up next Saturday. Oh, no, Don, there's been plenty. Uh, in fact, you had that blue boot rodeo last week, whatever whatever that little rodeo was out of Sand Dollar. There were plenty of bull reds weighed in, plenty of bull drum weighed in. Uh, the passes are full of those big ones right now. Very good. Well, Darrell, thanks so much for the report. Continue to have that great season down there in Grand Isle. And all the years you've been fishing down there, can you remember a more outstanding year in particular for speckled trout than what's going on 
now? I think the year, the year after the BP incident was was probably one of the banner years. But but other than that, you know, I, I guess I guess hanging the label of this being a banner year on Grand Isle is, is comparing it to what the rest of the state's doing. So I know a lot of them are struggling. But yeah, we've had a very very good year, and I'm grateful for it. All right, realscreamers.com. They can find you there, find you under my field reporters on my website. Give them the telephone number if they want to call and get a trip lined up. 225-937-6288. And we're fixing to drop that shrimp net in the water if right. we can't make our own business. All right, fire that Yamaha back up. Full speed ahead, Captain. We'll see you next week. Have a good day. Hey, Sheree. Hey, you too, Daryl. Thanks. Still looking for that lemon fish, by the way, now. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, folks, and Daryl's probably tired of hearing that. All right, we'll be back with more right after the top of the hour on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.